You're listening to Key Matters from Kappa Kappa Gamma with generous support from the Kappa Kappa Gamma Foundation. I'm Kylie Smith, the Archivist and Museum Director, and my co-host is Dr. Mary Osborne, the Director of the Stewart House Museum. Thank you for joining us as we travel through the Key Magazine from 1882 to today. Dr. Oz and I have been recording Key Matters for about seven months now, and we recently celebrated our 10th episode. We weren't really thinking things through, especially since we often decided to split our recordings into two episodes after the fact. But the details aside, in February, we made our 10th recording and decided to celebrate a bit with some reflections. We've gotten better at our sign-offs, especially since I forced Dr. Oz to practice with me. Because now we're going to practice our sign-offs. Bye, see you later. Bye, see you later. Bye now. (laughs) Too bad no one can see your finger guns. That's all the news to know. That's all the Kappa news that's fit to print, I guess. That's all the information that's key, and it matters. There you have it, all the burning Kappa headlines. That's the news of Kappa, and it matters. Bye. Okay, see ya. So long, farewell. Catch you later. What? I'm trying. (laughs) Bye for now. Loyally. Loyally. Bye from the prairie. So long from the prairie. Is is that good enough? Yeah, that'll do. (laughs) And our intros occasionally need some work too. I'm always like, hey, Dr. Oz. And you're like, hey, Kylie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, here we are ready to discuss the key. How are you, Dr. Oz? I'm doing well. I'm splendid. How are you? Splendid. I am good as well. Thank you. But our reactions to one another's research always seems to be spot on. Remember this outtake? Oh my gosh. So I just, I don't know what my deal is. I don't know why I think everything is so... (laughs) Holy cow! (laughs) Wow! Okay. So we might have to like edit some stuff. (laughs) And of course, we each have thoughts on what this project means to us. So I decided to interview Dr. Oz and myself about our little podcast project, Key Matters. (gasps) Guess what, Dr. Oz? This is our 10th episode. Wow, 10 episodes? It's crazy. Yeah, don't go all Oz on me and get technical because I know we did a bonus episode and I know that we've split some up, but look at Transistor, our podcast host. This is our 10th episode. So congratulations. Congratulations to you. What a milestone. I know. So to mark this most auspicious occasion, I've prepared a few questions for us to answer. So one, what has been your favorite episode so far? Well, I think my favorite thing that we've recorded would have to be uh, one of the teasers when we were talking about patent medicines, because that one is just, I think, so genuine and funny and very exemplary of how we converse with one another when we're in person. (laughs) I agree. I loved the patent medicine one. Um, And then I was thinking of all the other episodes, and I think... 
I like them all. And I don't necessarily remember all of the details of them. It's kind of like picking your favorite kid or your favorite pet, like at one moment versus another, you might have a favorite, but generally speaking, I just love this podcast and I have fun doing it. So that's my cop-out answer. The next question is, what are the big changes that we have seen so far? We've started in 1882 and now we're at 1895 and 1896. Well, for one thing, we've seen more colleges and universities open to women. You have more co-educational universities now, especially Mm -hmm. state schools. And we've seen more career fields open as well. Yeah. Um, One thing that I have noticed is that the woman question has changed. The woman question initially, capital W, capital Q, was can women be educated alongside men? Can they be educated in higher institutions of learning? And so now in the 1880s and 1890s, they're moving in, well, especially the 1890s, they're moving into asking the question of what now should women study and what will women do after college? So those are some of the biggest changes that I have seen as well. There's also more discussion of alumni. So we have a larger group of women who have left college and have left the confines of their active chapter. And so they're trying to figure out how are they going to be involved in the organization after the fact. Right. I was going to actually, that was, I was going to say that too. Um, We do see alumni associations and the question of what, uh, what is or are alumni's roles now? Mm -hmm. According to the key, have the lives of women been improved because of higher education and women's fraternities? What do you think? Sure. (laughs) Yes, that kind of seems like a trick question, but yes. And I ask that, I think, because of the reading that I was doing where they, they really do seem to be pondering that question. They're wondering how much have our lives improved based on our participation in this this sort of experiment of higher education and fraternity life. And then what's your favorite part about doing this podcast? I like that I get to see you more often. It is fun. I'm not just saying that to be obsequious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I enjoy I get to I enjoy getting to talk about history with somebody who loves it as much as I do. I love it for the same reasons. And also because the key is this tool in this resource that we have used forever and to be able to go back to these older issues and find things is is really really interesting. I think there have been a number of instances where we have uncovered something that people probably knew about when of course they first wrote the issue of the key but nobody has read or uncovered or even thought about for years after. So it's fun to be able to share some of that information like with our current editors of the magazine or some of the other leadership in the organization. So one thing I wanted to ask about, I haven't noticed yet, and maybe you have, if there are repeat submissions or repeat writers into the key. Because occasionally these pieces that people are putting in have very strong opinions or they're very sort of luxury, wagging their finger at undergrads. Yeah, there's, there's definitely some similarity in tone, but because so many of them are anonymous, it's hard to say if it's the same person, or maybe that's just like the culture at that chapter. It's, it's hard to know. 
And I wonder too, if it is always the same person or a same group of people from one chapter who then just write under the auspices of their chapter to save them. Because it makes me think about the member who years later would write notes in the margin of every issue of the magazine, her corrections, and then she would send them into central office. (laughs) So I wonder how often editors just hear from the same people over and over and over with the same complaints or the same corrections. Well, yeah. And I mean, did Minetta ever, maybe, maybe when she was done as editor, she was like, I'm done. But I wonder if she was one of these people that would go back, I can't believe they did this. And oh my goodness, I did so much better. And what? Yeah. Dear editors, I have some thoughts on this. (laughs) So what do you see the purpose of Key Matters being? I think it's a, it's a useful tool to help understand the issues the fraternity has faced um, because there is nothing new under the sun and history does tend to repeat itself. So I think it's useful to go back and see how women were dealing with some of the same things that we still deal with. Um, But it's nice to have those summaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I felt, I remember when I pitched this idea to you, you didn't have any hesitation Maybe because you're kind and you don't really argue with me about much. (laughs) You probably were like, I don't have a choice. But when we first started doing this, I thought, gosh, I wish more people could access our magazine. So that's why we scanned it initially when we did that project back in 2014. But still, I know there are a few of us that go back and read those issues, those old issues, but not a ton. And so I really wanted to be able to sort of bring it to people And I also consider it an accessibility thing so that, you know, anyone who might have difficulty visually or just don't have the patience to read through a bunch of stuff, we'll do it for you. We'll find the interesting parts and share those highlights. So 10 episodes or 10 recordings. And by now we've added even more. Thank you, listeners, for following along with us and the kind encouragement that you send our way. It's an honor and a pleasure to be able to share this history with you. If you ever want to talk about the key with us or have ideas on what you'd like us to look for and highlight in our award-winning magazine, you can email us at archives at kkg.org. You've been listening to Key Matters, brought to you by Kappa Kappa Gamma, with generous support from the Kappa Kappa Gamma Foundation. Our headquarters is in Columbus, Ohio. Our house museum, the Stewart House, is in Monmouth, Illinois. You can find us online at kappa.org, or you can peruse our digital archives at kappa.historyit.com. Research and production is done by the director of the Stewart House Museum and member of Alpha Deuteron Chapter at Monmouth College, Dr. Mary Osborne and me, Kylie Smith, from Omicron Deuteron Chapter at Simpson College, and the Archivist and Museum Director for Kappa Kappa Gamma. Thank you.